Wednesday morning alongside Jamie Lynch. Eight Todd Shannon is the fanatic at five as Doug Peterson did his best to clear everything up yesterday. We'll play the cut for you coming up in a matter of minutes. It's been the big storyline leading up to this game. It's been really the only storyline. I was thinking about this last night, Jamie. There's not really any other storyline than Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, and how Doug Peterson has handled it outside of guys coming back from injury. It's not like we've spent a week, an hour, a day talking about Nigel Bradham's suspension and how much that's going to impact the defense or the loss of Tim Jernigan and and how they're going to replace him maybe on a rotating basis with Destiny and Haloti Nata. Yeah, I don't even know what Tim Jernigan's status is. No. Brandon Graham comes off the pup list. He's back. Alshon Jeffrey we know is going to miss a couple of weeks. But for the most part, we haven't talked about anything. No. And, and here's the thing. I'm well, that was the guy's theory yesterday. It was the, the, the Buddy Ryan tactic that Doug is taking the, the pressure and attention away from Nick Foles and bringing it on himself with all of this. And I think the going back in hindsight, the, if this was calculated, which I do think it's more you can draw some of that from, then it's it's not even to take the pressure off of a situation so much as take the pressure off of Nick Foles because he's maybe concerned or he doesn't want he Nick himself is Doug is concerned about Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because think about this. Why would you need? And I agree that he's taking the pressure off of Nick Foles. Maybe unintentionally. But okay. But let's assume I mean, that I, it's that's a, pretty calculated. If that's you know what I mean, like I I don't know. Well, he is the backup, and he hasn't played exceptionally well in the preseason. But my point is, is that if you are taking pressure off of him now, then. It should be at least something to open up the door for concern because this guy just came in and won the Super Bowl. So he's got more pressure on his career than opening up the regular season at home against the Atlanta Falcons. And he didn't take pressure off of Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. He didn't take pressure off of Nick Foles going into Minnesota. Well, I guess uh, I guess once Nick had that uh, Minnesota game, he was you know feeling feeling it. So. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a little bit of a stretch. I, I think it's a little too calculated on Doug's part. I think Carson Wentz was very adamant about being ready week one and, and wanting to be out there and busted his ass in rehab-wise to get out there. So I think maybe, do you think there's a chance he didn't tell Carson and Nick on Friday and got scooped by Rappaport or had just told Carson and was upset? That Carson was upset with Doug uh, therefore making Doug upset. Because I'm sure Doug wants him out there, too. So there's two things. He could have been upset having to tell Carson, and Carson battled him back. Or two, Rappaport scooped uh, before he told Wentz and Foles himself, which would make him really angry. I think that... That would be a little irresponsible if he didn't tell well, that's, them on, on Friday. Friday. Exactly. And he told us the day before that he would know. So he already told the public that he's going to know privately who the quarterback is. But that would make sense of why he was so angry if he got scooped by Rappaport himself, meaning somebody from the inner circle talked way earlier than he intent- his plan was. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if his plan is to wait two days with that type of hot information, that's th- that's totally bad. irresponsible yeah. on Doug Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Exactly. Which but it's not out to- of the realm of possibility. I don't know. It, it, it's not normally, but he's not Chip Kelly. This is not a guy no. who just came into no, the NFL and, and has no idea. Like, he's smart. Emotional intelligence. Yeah, he's a savvy guy. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, what? I, I go back to, let's look at what's most realistic, right? Occam's razor. What's most logical? 
Friday, he found out. Friday, he told Carson Wentz and Nick Foles he wanted to wait until the to Sunday to tell the media. And instead, the report got out. Somebody in the building, most likely, leaked that report, and Doug wasn't able to control it. Yeah. Doug wasn't able to be like, hey, I speak for Carson Wentz, not Ian Rappaport via some source. I mean, coaches are control freaks, so having getting stripped of control, yeah, it very well might you know, drive him up the wall. Yeah, I think that there's something to that, man. Like, he legit, it's crazy, right? Like, he legit did that. Yeah, so they, they talked about it yesterday. Let's, let's dive into Doug. Here he is talking about the starter being a collective decision uh, amongst everyone down there. This decision... When I say it's the doctors, it's Carson, it's Nick, it's a collaborative effort. I've been in conversation with these guys for a long time. And this is why sometimes my emotions get kind of stirred up because a lot of times you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and you, nor do you need to know. Hmm. Well, he kind of baited us, and it was almost <laughs> like he dangled something on or Thursday. do you need to know? <laughs> right, that's the thing. Like, Thursday, he, he basically says, well, I'll know it. You won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been a very strange handling, top to bottom. It's different than what we've seen. The fact that Doctor came out last Friday talking, like, it's all very strange. It's been handled very weird. Yeah, and I think... And it, I just, it it's seems fair. unnecessary, doesn't it? Well, it's fair to ask why. And it's fair to ask what's been handled differently. Everything. Everything's been yeah, handled differently. Yeah, everything seems out of, out of whack. Except for the quarterback. Except for the quarterback position this offseason specifically, heading into this game specifically. And I don't. I think it'll change. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see what happens, win or lose. If they lose, then you know there are going to be more questions about Carson Wentz left and right. If they win, do you think... I, I, that's what I'm asking. I don't know if these questions go away until you definitively come out no, they, and, and say... It's the same thing with Nick Saban. If Nick Saban wants to stop being asked about which quarterback, then just come out and say, two is my kid. Yeah. And I'm going with him. I don't know why he thinks it's a, a negative slight on the other one by naming one the starter. Like, I don't think... I don't know either. <laughs> like, this is the way it works. He's a maniac. That's why. <laughs> that would be my answer. Yeah, he is a maniac. But the point is, Doug Peterson and the team can come out... Friday morning after that game and say Nick Foles played exceptional Nick Foles struggled either way Carson Wentz is going to be out for the next two weeks this is my guy we're ready to roll we're yeah, ready to like take An on the bugs like, like Anthony said yesterday give you know it seems childish but give Nick Foles some public confidence you know throw some bouquets his way Nick Foles is a Super Bowl MVP we're very confident we can win the next three weeks with him at the helm until Carson comes back whatever it is do it. Yeah, it shouldn't be difficult, right? Yeah, and I, and I don't. I think he will do it, and I think Foles is going to play. You know, obviously better than he did in the preseason come Thursday, um, but I think it's going to be a low scoring, tight game. So I think it's going to be whoever makes it a big play because I do think this is kind of like an under game, like a yeah like a seventeen fourteen type of game, like a you know decided late. Uh, so we'll see. But I think the Eagles' offense is going to have to no Alshon get settled. Is is it's big well, because they, this is a hodgepodge of wide receivers out there, right? You have a, a difficult issue for Foles throwing to the outside consistently because we don't know who's going to be out I there. I mean, Shelton Gibson is going to play a a real role on Thursday night, and and 
we don't really know what to expect. No. At this point, on the outside, I don't know. Aguilar, he did say, is going to be kind of bumping around and we'll play some outside uh, while Alshon's gone. But we don't know. You know, no. Mike Wallace is new. Shelton Gibson's new. We, 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 you might even see a DeAndre Carter. You know what I mean? You don't know what it, Goddard's going to be a big part of the passing game. So, so we'll see. It's, it's not guys he had last year. So Nick, outside of Nelson and Zach, it's all pretty much new guys for him, too. So that, that chemistry, you know, might not be there right off the bat. No, it's going to take time, which is why I was concerned from the jump leading up to this game a week, 10 days ago, with the assumption that Carson was going to be out, is that you just didn't have these guys out there on the field consistently in the preseason. And no. it's going to take time. At some point, it's going to take time to get settled. At some point, it's going to take time to actually gel, and you're going to have to make a mistake or two. And unfortunately, the Atlanta Falcons team may not be Super Bowl winning caliber this year, but they're good enough to make you pay on a mistake or two. Oh, they're and, good. You know, this is listen, there's only year two for that offense. So we don't know. I mean, they, they clicked last year. They looked good up until they came to Philadelphia and they just fell flat. Well, but, that's because Jim Schwartz, you know, I've been thinking about it more and more. Jim Schwartz is two and zero versus Matty Ice the last two years, and and frankly has held them that offense in check. I believe they scored what ten in the playoffs? Was it was it fifteen ten off the top of my head? Uh, Seventeen, right? Uh, whatever. It, it was a low number for the Falcons. Uh, and and then the two years prior, I think it was the same thing. Like the Falcons had thirteen or something points. So Schwartz has been proven here at Lincoln Financial Field. He can keep this offense in check. And and you might have to rely on the defense Thursday night to pull you one out. Yeah, you definitely. Well, for at least two weeks, I think you're going to have to rely on this defense just for the offense. It's going to take a little bit longer for the offense to get settled than not. the The concern I have is how this offense in Atlanta looks now, year two, because you're right. Last year, you can look at that as a good barometer, but now year two in this offense, it, these guys definitely look like they could be more comfortable. But for the next two weeks. This defense is capable. This defense is more than capable of beating anybody in the NFL, especially Atlanta yeah. at home and Tampa Bay. It's gonna on be the road. fun to watch. Like we, you know, Derek Barnett's the, your starting defensive end, so that's a new role for him. Michael Bennett's gonna be, I guess, maybe a little rotating, a rushing D tackle on third down type of guy. Maybe he'll play some end as well. You know, on first and second downs. So like the rotation will be interesting. You know, no Bradham out there is huge. You know, Jordan Hicks, we we hope is, you know, he looks great in camp and he's flying around. But, you know, that's a that's a big, big one for him. You know, he more or less said he's he's, you know, not nervous, but like anxious to get back out there. And, you know, no, Bradham is not a great way to start. <laughs> no, that's because uh, Bradham's one of the team's best tacklers. So it's going to be an issue for them uh, to get settled in that point. And, uh, you know, moving forward. You've got Tampa, Indy, you've got the Titans, you can settle down. But this is going to be a good test for the defense just to get thrown right in the deep end and just to come right out and, yeah. and see what you can do and see how tested you are and how fast you can bounce back. And I think the expectation should be like, it's different for the offense, I think, because it's hard for that to carry over. But this defense did not lose anybody key impact player outside of Tim Jernigan, you could argue. Well, yeah. And Nigel Bradham for the week. So 
the front, the pass, the pass rush up front, the secondary. You should be able to build off what you did last year. Same offense you're facing, at least with the energy and the aggression that you're going to feel in that stadium. That yeah. should be something you should be able to build yeah. off. And to your point about Atlanta, they're they're twenty to one to win the Super Bowl. The NFC teams ahead of them. You have the Saints at sixteen to one, the Packers at fourteen to one, the Eagles, Vikings, and Rams are all ten to one, according to Vegas Insider. So you know they're they're right there, you know, given a shot odds wise. Um, so it, it's it, it's going to be great. I mean, tomorrow morning is just going to be buzz in the air. Can't wait, can't wait. You know, did the fantasy draft last night? Got another one tonight, and it's it's officially football. Yeah, you got a terrible grade. I heard right. Well, Nelson Aguilar, they gave me as my biggest as the biggest reach. Really? Yeah. See, I thought Nelson would have. I think he's he's prime for a a. You know, he broke out last year, but I think he's going to get improve on last year. No, I agree. And I, I think especially with Alshon Jeffrey out, if you were to identify one receiver who's going to benefit from Alshon's departure, it would be Nelson would be the first. Well, at least volume-wise, uh, you know, Alshon definitely opens the field up a lot, and he benefited from that. Um, so I'm hoping. But, yeah, I think he's, he's, he's primed for a, a really solid year. All right. Uh, You want to hear Doug on Carson Wentz and how close he was to, you know, I think this is part of why Doug got so irritated was that, you know, Carson probably was upset because he he wanted to be out there and he busted his ass. So here's uh, here's Doug talking on Carson. Carson's in a great spot, man. He's in a great spot right now. He's supportive. He understands. He knows exactly where he's at. He works every single day to get back on the field. And that's all I can ask for. There you go. He loves the kid. Great. Great. He didn't say anything. Nope, that was a that was, that, a, that was nothing. That was fluff, especially after everything that we've just done <laughs> and gone through from Thursday through Tuesday, and it's all for that, all to say exactly what we've seen and exactly what we've heard. You want to hear from uh, your Super Bowl MVP? Sure, let's hear from Nick. Let's uh, let's cue up Sam working on expanding his foundation. I was here last year, understanding the offense. Obviously, the offense evolves. You bring in new players, coaches change. But I had a great foundation set, so I was just working on expanding that foundation, and I'm in that just being prepared for whatever may lie ahead. Is there a better tattoo that you've seen over the last 50 years that you've been on the planet than that Nick Foles one with the jockstrap? <laughs> and, the, and the bare ass? Yeah. What, what kind of lunatic got that done? <laughs> I don't know, but... I think that's amazing. Like that's never uh, that's never going to be. You'll have to tweet a picture out of it so the people that are listening don't know what you're referencing. Oh, I figured this has been like a week old, right? You got thought you guys well, might yeah, tackle this but, at one you know, point like, on the show. Sometimes giving away like fan fest tickets, you realize how many people aren't on Twitter and just don't care about the internet cesspool. True, we true. Li- we live in it. I guess I assume that you've already brought this up. I haven't. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It's it's one one of a kind. Six one zero six three two zero nine seven five is your phone number. As Jamie Lynch, eight time Shannon, bring you the fanatic at five five a.m. hour. Brought to you by Car Gurus. Go to CarGurus.com dot com today. Find great deals from top rated dealers near you. That's C A R G U R U S dot com. As and I don't know if it's emotion or just the fact that I know we're getting back to it and we're going to be live all day tomorrow at Penn's Landing. But I'm concerned. I still think the Eagles win. Does that make sense? I, I kind of swayed a little bit yesterday as well. I was thinking loss all weekend. Yeah, me and, too. And then I was like, you know what? I'm really, uh, 
And, and with the number dropping to, you know, Atlanta minus one and a half, whatever it is, I feel like the public's going to pounce on Atlanta. And, you know, not that the underdog thing is coming back, but I do feel like the players are, are going to feel slighted. Hmm, because you have the Super Bowl MVP, you're at home. You know, the last 10 years, the defending Super Bowl champion in this game is 7-3. and three. Um, You know, this defense is real deal. They shut down Atlanta the last time they played them. You know, it is a revenge game for Atlanta. That's but, big. Them coming in and trying yeah, to revenge. Totally. And, you know, the. You, but I, I do feel like the Eagles are going to feel slighted. And, it, you know, we'll see. But See, this is what I'm curious about is... Did Doug's act, and let's call it an act, and maybe it was... It was weird. Yeah, it was react... Okay, I I guess Uncharacteristic. His uncharacteristic breakaway from the norm, but we have to find a way to make that more succinct. Yes. So whatever the hell you want to relabel it as, that, I don't know if it worked. Meaning, I don't know what the intention was. Sometimes you can flip out on somebody, right? And it has a lasting impact. Sometimes you can pull a goalie even though it's not his fault. And you know, you send a message to your team. I don't know. I don't know if this has created anything. I don't know if now the Eagles, right, are underdog mentality or you know, we have an enemy no, on the outside. I don't think it's something spoken. Really. I think they just... Like, they know what the line is. They know what people are saying. They know people say Nick Foles struggled all preseason. He's not this and he's not that. And there's going to be a banner dropping. They're going to be hype. So if they can, if they can, you know, channel that and, and not get penalties and not do stupid stuff, you know, like, I'm not really that scared of the Falcons. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think the team is either. Either, Yeah. No, why would they be? Right. So the idea of, and I don't want to use the term underdog, but no, the, the but idea the, of, of, of no them respect. having some. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think that's real at this point. I do. Who's not respecting them? They, they've, they've, Brandon Graham was talking about it the other day in the locker room. He's like, they still don't want to give us credit. Who's they? You know, all the power rankings that come out, your pundits. I've seen the come Steven, on, power Stephen rankings. A's and Skip Bayless's say, did the, you know. Wait a second. Who cares about what Stephen I, A has to I, say? I don't, but they hear it. It's They hear stuff. Stephen A, I thought, just picked the Eagles to win something. He did. And two weeks ago, he was just saying, play a B and C line call. Two weeks ago, he was saying, should they be concerned? You know, like, there's been a little bit slight, a little bit of backhand. I, I heard Brandon Graham talking about it the other day. They They feel it. I don't know. For a Super Bowl champion, there's been a little bit of a lack of respect for what they did last year. I think guys like Alvin Kamara and, I mean, that was something where you could look at and say, all right, that's yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, that's all part of it. It's all part of the, the, the spectrum of... Uh, but I don't know if this is like we've seen in media, NFL, there's, what's that guy's name, that, that guy that the Midday Show is in love I'm, with? Which one? They're in love with a lot of guys. I don't know. He's I mean, on that This, this dude on Sunday show. is saying the Eagles should consider trading Carson Wentz away. Brady Papinga he, is he, a moron. He's he played in the league for 10 years. I know people in the league that don't even know who he that's is. Very, I didn't know who he was. But, I mean, th- that's just what I'm talking about. Like, the Super Bowl doesn't happen without Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was the MVP of the league, got you a home field advantage, which got you to the Super Bowl. And this guy, you know, people are talking about trading him for two first-round picks. Like what? Yeah, I, I get. Listen, this, this is this is ju- it's just all lumped together in this. It's it's real. Somebody, there's a vibe out there that this this Eagles team isn't as good as some f- past Super Bowl champions. I, I I sense it. Really? Yeah. I don't. I listen. I'm not going to win this battle publicly here because there's already a cons- belief by the world that 
everybody outside of Philadelphia is against us. But no, I don't think it's like that. It's just something about like Nick. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, now I'll meet it's you halfway about on this. Foles, Let me ask specifically. you this honestly, and and I and I'll answer you my question ahead of time, and I think it's yes. But is this not different if Carson Wentz is cleared week three of the preseason, and we know Wentz is the starter? Yeah, I think it's, it's totally different. Then the Eagles are favored by six against not the Falcons. Six, or something. But they're probably like four. Yeah, something good yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. you would look at. And there's not... The fact that it drops to one. Like if it drops but isn't to that one more of a reflection time? of how people think about Nick Foles? I mean, maybe, yeah. we're, maybe we're in the fishbowl. Maybe because we saw what happened last year, we're so close to it. It is in the fishbowl. And I think that's that's why there's like this weird slant to it. Yeah, but then we get accused of being, you know, bad fans and bad media and all these other things and it's just I, I don't understand how I can't look at the game objectively, still be concerned, but also think the Eagles can win. You can. But I just feel like for the players in the locker room, they cuz Brandon Graham is is one of the leaders on that team. So when he says it, you know, it it's been talked about. And you know, he he said the other night he's like, "Look, they still don't want to give us credit." So that that's that's something that's on their mind. So. Yeah, but again, like the they and, and you right, know, it's yeah. like when somebody it's calls a, up and says the national media he's hates talking us. Talking about Brady Papinga, bro. Well, Brady Papinga, <laughs> Brady Papinga might be the dumbest person in sports. <laughs> that's a, that's an awful take, and, and it's beyond awful. No, no, awful is putting it nicely. It's irresponsible. And here's the thing. And now this is what he's known for. Like exactly, we, we why would you go back and listen to him? One of the biggest sports fan bases in the country only knows this guy for his hot garbage take now. And why in the world would anybody go back and listen to that guy on any type of Apparently, capacity? I didn't listen to it, but apparently listening to it is even worse than, than seeing the words transcribed. Oh no, baby. <laughs> as soon as I saw this, I thought to myself, what in the world is going on that somebody didn't check that? And they actually like it's, we say a lot of things. We have the ability to go through and discern what we put out there on a tweet that says, hey, Jamie Lynch quoted this, or in the morning show, Anthony Gargano, quote, and whatever he says, ripping Gabe Kapler a new one. Why in the world would anybody put that out? That just, like... I don't know why you'd want to be associated with that. No, if you're just learning about sports (laughs) and you say something like that, you're still chastised, even if you're brand new to the game. This guy played the game at a high level and didn't know better. Yeah. It's, it's, but, you know, there's, there's that, (laughs) like people still don't think Carson Wentz is real. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like anybody else that got their team to that level and really still realistically should have won MVP. Right. It doesn't get talked about in a trade discussion. No, it's just because the guy's hurt. (laughs) Just because he's not cleared. You want to trade him. Like it's, yeah, it's irresponsible. And at that point, I can't take anything that he even thinks. <laughs> like, write it down on paper and send it out. And You're then, all papinga up. Yeah, I'm all triggered from Brady, Brady <laughs> Papinga. Isn't that the bad guy in, the, in that Mike Tyson punch out? Brady Papinga? <laughs> which character? The, one, more of the specific. one of the boxers that Mike Tyson, uh, yeah, that you have to fight. Yeah, which one? 
I don't. I thought the guy's last name is Papinga. I can't be any more speci- specific than that. I, I don't remember Russian Papinski or something. Uh, Soda Papinski. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that's who's out there doing radio now. Soda Papinski, <laughs> telling me that the yeah, Eagles should train. I think it's Soda Papinski. Yeah, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> we found Soda Papinski. Yeah. He went from Mike Tyson's Punch Out to doing a radio show, uh, telling us that so, the Eagles should trade Carson Soda Wentz. Papinski. <laughs> right? I haven't thought about that in forever. Every time. I hear Brady Papinga's name, I think of that guy. That's him. Yeah, Soda Papinski. Uh, it yeah. looks, yeah. Soda, soda Pop-insky. There you go. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Doug Peterson moved on. Have you moved on? I'm sure you have. 610 632 Soda Pop-insky. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Jamie Lynch, Aton Shader, it's the Fanatic at 5. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Rock Allegiance, Philadelphia's number one rock and roll party has returned. Saturday, October 6th at BB&T Pavilion. One huge day, three full stages of music with a rare special appearance by Limp Bizkit. Bringing all their hits. And Papa Roach. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Motions in white. Monster Energy's Rock Allegiance is back. Saturday, October 6th, BB&T Pavilion in Wiggins Waterfront Park. Starring Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, Motionless and White, Bullet for My Valentine, Skillet, Beartooth, Guar, Fuzzy, and so many more. Go to rockallegiance.com for all your ticket VIP and festival needs. Pledge your allegiance. We will pop the Monster Energy's Rock Allegiance. So come and get it! Texting and rules for recurring marketing messages sent via automatic text message. Terms and conditions at textrules.us. Message and data rates may apply. Do you have a passion for fitness? What if you could help people live healthier and stronger lives while building a money-making career for yourself? Well, now you can. The ISSA's Personal Trainer Certification Program is the first step to becoming a personal trainer or even becoming a gym owner. And for a limited time, the ISSA is letting you get started on the number one rated certification program absolutely free. Just text IMPACT to 246810 now to get your special link and get started on your certification free. Don't wait. There There's a massive need right now for personal trainers qualified to work with and train seniors. The ISSA Senior Fitness Certification Program gives you everything you need to start working as a personal trainer and command top dollar working specifically with seniors. Just text IMPACT to 246810 now to get your special Get Started link free. Don't wait another day to start your career in fitness. Once you're certified, ISSA guarantees you'll get a job. Just text IMPACT to 246810 right now to get started with your ISSA certification for free. Text the word IMPACT to 246810. Whether you're starting a college fund, planning to update the kitchen one day, or setting money aside to retire, it pays to plan ahead. And now's a perfect time to start saving for a brighter future for you and your family at Univest. For a limited time, open a 13-month, 2.25% annual percentage yield CD online today. Visit univest.net slash CDs for details. Univest Bank, financial solutions for your life. Member FDIC. If you're injured in an accident, you need an attorney you can trust. With 54 five-star reviews, you can count on Rosenbaum & Associates. Jeff Rosenbaum has been serving our community for over two decades, providing the support and personal attention you deserve. Need a doctor or transportation? Rosenbaum can help. With a long track record of success, Rosenbaum & Associates guarantees if you don't get paid, they don't get paid. If you're injured, remember Rosenbaum. 
This countdown to kickoff is brought to you by Meineke. Bird's QB Carson Wentz has said in the past that he will be ready for week one of the 2018 season. Wentz is running and throwing without hesitation. In recent practices, he looked mobile in the pocket and his mechanics looked very sound. Meineke, America's choice for auto repair. Right now, receive 50% off brake pads and shoes. Stop in for a 1995 basic oil change. Go to Meineke.com to find your locally owned and operated Meineke. You've heard of a cool summer. Isn't it time for a smooth summer? Make a summer cool and smooth and do what I did. Throw out your old razor and switch to Harry's. I'll even make it easy. For a limited time only, new customers can save big on a Harry shave set with the code Harry at Harry's.com. Get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and travel cover for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Harry stands behind the quality of their products. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund for a limited time only. Harry's has a special offer for listeners of my show. New customers get $5 off a shave set from Harry's with the code Harry at harrys.com. That means you can get a starter set that comes with a five-blade razor, the weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and the travel cover, all for just 3 bucks. Plus, free shipping when you use the code Harry at harrys.com. Join the millions of guys who've already switched and go to harrys.com today. Use the code Harry at checkout to claim your offer. Pain is something we all like to avoid, whether it's at the dentist or at a car dealer where you get the usual drill, which is why you should go to CarSense. It's only our cars that are put through the ringer. Painstakingly inspected and reconditioned with no dings, dents, or scratches. Given a lifetime engine guarantee, a six-month, 6,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty, and a no-haggle price so good, getting a deal at CarSense is never like pulling teeth. CarSense, it's car sensational. Fanatic Philly Sports Talk. Now one hour earlier with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. The Fanatic at 5. Weekday mornings at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Fanatic at 5. Alongside Jamie Lynch, Aton Shander. And Doug Peterson clearing up his best, at least, what's going on with the quarterbacks. And, and I don't know. I, I think that nothing has changed with me. I haven't changed my approach, my opinion, my feelings on this game at all. I did. I swayed. I, no, no, no. I, but I'm saying because of what happened oh, with, with Doug Peterson. Yeah. Like, I, no, I'm not looking no, no, at no, this that game. That didn't affect me at all. all right, they're really focused now after Doug, no, no, no. Doug circled the wagons and fired back at Jeff McClain. Now this team's ready and focused. It's good to go. No, I just think it's going to come down to the defense winning you a game and, and holding the Falcons in check. I think um, it might come down to the defense winning two games, to be honest with you. The Bucks? Yeah. They worry you? It's not that they worry You're, me. It's Ryan, a, you love Ryan Fitzpatrick, huh? No, if I'm saying the defense is going to win games, and I'm not as worried about the Bucks' offense. It's not that I'm worried, concerned about the Bucks' well, defense. What about the Bucks' concerns you? It's I mean, not they, so they much the Bucks. Their defense, some with the D line's going to be Curry, better. Bo Allen and uh, JPP. Your four man, yeah. your four fingers, old four fingers, JPP. But so they 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 improved a little bit. I just think that this you normally see teams that have preseasons together struggle and take a week, maybe two, to kind of get in their own, especially teams that play deep into the season. We saw it with Seattle after their runs in the, in the Super Bowl. You see it at times with 
even New England last year getting blown out by Kansas City. It just takes a week or two, I think, if you play deep in the previous season and if you have a limited preseason to kind of get things going. This team played deep in the regular season, postseason last year, Jamie, but also didn't have everybody together in the preseason. I think it's just going to take a week or two for this offense to gel. Doesn't mean yeah. that they can't go 2-0. That could be fair. But I just think that the like you'll see struggles, you'll see a turnover, oh, I, I you'll think, see a sloppy handoff, you'll see a. Oh, I think a, a turnover pick. could decide Thursday's game. Either either way, I think it's going to be a hard fought kind of defensive game where the offenses are held in check, and you know a big play down the stretch. You know whether it's a fumble or an interception or a special teams play could decide it. I, I, I do think it's going to be, you know, that old term, a little bit of a dogfight. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like a 35 a 32 game or something like that. I think it's no, going to be fairly low scoring. I don't know either. I don't know how you can look at it either. And, and that's that's the thing that I think people are going to have so, to get used to is that this offense is not going to come out and put up 30 plus like they did in Minnesota. No, but if, you know, if you're asking me right now to choose between the Eagles defense or the Falcons defense and who has the advantage. I'll take the Eagles 10 times out of 10. Well, the Eagles are a better unit, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, if you're like me and believe that it's going to be a tough, you know, low-scoring, hard-fought game, then advantage Eagles, right? Yes. Because if it comes down to defense versus defense, home. Yeah, Nick Foles, like, as much as I've been down on Nick Foles in the preseason, he's not enough to sway me to say, well, he's he's playing so poorly that that's going to be the difference maker, and that's why the Falcons win. The Eagles have enough going for them on other areas, not just in defense, that I can say, all right, that, that's enough to put together a decent game plan on offense and win. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think Zach Ertz being out there all, all game for Nick Foles is is huge. You know, we didn't see that in the preseason. His He's got a whatever calm, zen-like state he, he got in in that Minnesota and New England game in the pocket because he was confident, cool Nick, not awkward, drunken giraffe Nick, as Anthony calls him. No, he was big Nick. Yeah, and and his pocket presence is really what what put him over the top in the playoffs. So if he can, I think we'll know fairly early. Why is it somewhere? There's no like middle ground. I know it's, it's either it's big bizarre, Nick or shrinkage. It's, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Uh, but I think we'll know in the first quarter which Nick we're getting. Like I don't think it'll. Well, I don't it think be? he'll find it by the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? I don't know. Wouldn't it be the opposite in the sense of he would need time to kind of get settled and get into a rhythm and get into think, but with him, system quarterback? With him, I think, like, I think you know early just because of the way he moves and the way he steps up in the pocket. And, and he was so good in the pocket in those two games last year. Like, he had this awareness that he was like 27 and 2 or whatever, 27 and what was his stat line that year? 27 and 2. Yeah. Well, it was. 29 and 2 if you count the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when he's like that, he has this pocket presence where you're like, wow, this guy looks real. And then when he struggles, he, he gets the happy feet. He rolls out into sacks. He, you know, steps up into guys. Like, it's, it, there's just such a blatant difference with him. And you're right. There's no middle, there's no real middle ground, really. Maybe a game here or there, but, but he's either one or the other. Right, and, and that's that's a concern. And that's weird. It is weird. It, it's like a concern, and it's also, it's like you don't know how to really approach it. Because on one hand, you're dealing with concern. On the other hand, you're dealing with the total polar opposite yeah. of concern, confidence, and near yeah. arrogance. Because yeah. you know that if you get big, Nick, 
that he's beaten anybody. Yeah. He just beat the Patriots. He just beat Tom say. Brady and Bill Tel- Belichick. Right. So at that point, you know, there's definitely something valid to extract from it and say, all right, Nick Foles, if he's big Nick Thursday night, then they should roll this team. Um, and here's the other thing we didn't talk about yet. Since you're Mr. Statue and love the Rocky statue so much, did you see the picture? Yes. And... and- as, as I had played the audio, and we have evidence of this, when the four of us were t- initially initially talking about this, I conceded with... You already pulled the audio. Well, I did this weeks ago before I even went on my little mini vacation from the morning show and did other shifts, is I said that the only thing I would be okay with, and I was the first one, the only thing I'd be okay with would be a statue commemorating the play, not of Nick Foles alone. Nick Foles yeah, doesn't no. get the statue alone. No, it's great to have Doug in there. It, that's that's all I wanted. It, I think it's going in Headhouse Plaza, which is like the little area right uh, after the ticket gate. Off uh, of Packer when you come yeah, 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 yeah. on the front end. Um, so I think it'll be there at least for this year. What what they do with it after this year, I, I don't know. But Bud Light ponied up, and, it, and it's Doug and Nick, and they're looking at the play chart. And it's, I'm not going to lie, pretty cool. Have you drank more Bud Light over the last year than you have for the first 30-some-odd years of your life? Uh, probably. Yeah, I see. Say the parade alone. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. get that about you. You and Bob are, are, are well, such like... If it's a marathon drinking day. Anthony, the three. You need some cold domestic bullets. Uh, you, you don't need the, the heavy IPAs and crafts. No, I, I It's think, a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, see, Bob's out. Because yeah. <laughs> Bob, I guarantee Look, you... if I have my choice on a weekend, I'm, I'm probably drinking a craft. I mean, I'm 100% drinking a craft. Yeah, but that's my point. Is you, you but now, I, drank a, I drank a fair amount of Bud Lights this year. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable that you went that way. <laughs> yeah! yeah! Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Right out of the but cup. But it's going to be cool. You know, the statue, walking into the stadium tomorrow night. So you'll see the statue. Now, you, we need some sort of tradition. Do you slap hands with Doug? or I don't know what their, where their slap, hands are. Do you slap Nick's? No, I'm saying... It's like, like the museum, Chicago Museum of Art where you lo- uh, rub the... Uh, Jordan. The, the lion. Well, no, the lion. Uh, I guess you rub the tail, is it? Or the paw? I forget which one. But something like that. So when little, you walk in? Right. So do a little LeBron handshake with, with Doug? Something like that. It's got to be something that you can do in order to... So everybody gets a chance to touch it. Yeah. Everybody gets a chance to put their hand on it, and but it's cool. No, that, that I do it like gonna it. Be cool. I do like it. It's just you know, it's sponsored by, you know, yeah, brought, yeah, yeah. brought to you by. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a dilly dilly at the bottom. Uh, or, uh, yeah, I'm ready to move on from yeah. Bud Light. Would you rather have that where Rocky is or Rocky? No, Rocky is out. <laughs> Rocky, Rock C4 Rocky. Yeah, you can put Foles and Doug down there at the at the base of the art museum. <laughs> Listen, I I would do that, wouldn't you? Now, I think that can't we commemorate the Super Bowl championship another way? Like, couldn't we put... Replace William Penn with him. Doug Doug and Nick at the top of City Hall. No, listen, I don't want to go too far here. I would just get rid of the Rocky statue. And I'm thinking, though, like, can't you put Kelsey in a Yeah, let's get rid of one of the biggest tourist attractions in the city. Trust me, I think more people would come to see the Philly special than they would the Rocky statue. <laughs> Not a chance in the world. Let's pull it. Yeah, <laughs> get I, up on the pole, we both, we both Brought to you by Window Nation. We both have followers, plenty of followers outside the Delaware Valley. I guarantee you that more people would say the Dilly Dilly statue. That <laughs> stupid Dilly Dilly <laughs> slogan. Not even close. The statue would be... Literally, old. when you travel the world and you tell people you're from Philadelphia, they go, oh, Rocky. 
And now it's, Rocky, been, it's Rocky. been surpassed by, oh, Big Nick. Yeah, so they're going to go, yeah, Dilly Dilly. I saw that tattoo. Philly special, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that's Philly, what it is now? It's Philly Philly instead of Rocky. If I'm in Australia visiting uh, Ben Simmons High School, they're going to say, oh, uh, yeah, Philly Philly. No, they're going to say <laughs> Ben Simmons. <laughs> and then they're going to say, how about that Super Bowl? Yeah. You guys beat that Tom no, Brady. They'll still say Rocky. Put it on the shrimp on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely accent. New Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> Austria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would replace it, though. Honestly, I... But we know how you feel about that. I think that the statue's a fantastic idea, though. I, and it's I cool. Think, yeah, and to commemorate the two of them, and they're going to be locked together. It's cool because the story really involves three people, and, and it's rare. It's definitely unique in the NFL where you find that, where the coach has such a great relationship with both of these quarterbacks, and both of these quarterbacks impacted the seasons at, at such a high level. But you don't see that where that relationship with Doug Peterson and Nick Foles is so unique and special, yet at the same time, you know that he treats Carson like his kid. Yeah, they have a great, I think, I really believe that that quarterback room is tight and legit. And, and it, you know, probably a lot of it has to do with their faith. Yep. And nobody's a prima donna, and they're all pretty grounded uh, in their faith. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a great quarterback room. It really is, from Doug all the way down. Yeah, you're right. Even and and having Doug play that position, I think, helps. Yeah, too. absolutely. 610-632-0975, your phone number. Jamie Lynch, Aton Shander. It is the Fanatic at 5. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Texting and rules for recurring marketing messages sent via automatic text message. Terms and conditions at textrules.us. Message and data rates may apply. Do you have a passion for fitness? What if you could help people live healthier and stronger lives while building a money-making career for yourself? Well, now you can. The ISSA's Personal Trainer Certification Program is the first step to becoming a personal trainer or even becoming a gym owner. And for a limited time, the ISSA is letting you get started on the number one rated certification program absolutely free. Just text IMPACT to 246810 now to get Get your special link and get started on your certification free. Don't wait. There is a massive need right now for personal trainers qualified to work with and train seniors. The ISSA Senior Fitness Certification Program gives you everything you need to start working as a personal trainer and command top dollar working specifically with seniors. Just text IMPACT to 246810 now to get your special get started link free. Don't wait another day to start your career in fitness. Once you're certified, ISSA guarantees you'll get a job. Just text IMPACT to 246810 right now to get started with your ISSA certification for free. Text the word IMPACT to 246810. Well, I talk about my lawn a lot because it's important that it looks good year-round. The summer takes a toll on a lawn. The baking sun makes the grass dormant so it doesn't grow as green and fast. And the ridiculous rain we had this season makes everything grow, especially the weeds. That's why I use my guys in natural lawn. Fall is the perfect time to establish and thicken your lawn. Aeration removes small plugs of soil to help your lawn breathe. Now you'll notice the grass grow thicker and greener and ultimately overtake the weeds by simply having more grass than weeds. Regardless of where you live and how your lawn currently looks, Natural Lawn's limited time offer will restore your lawn's health and beauty. Schedule Natural Lawn's full service program and they will seed your lawn free of charge. The number is 800-FREE-SEED. That's 800-F-R-E-E-S-E-E-D. Choose my lawn care company, Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Hey Luke, what's up with you today? No beer or wings with your buddies? And you haven't sat down once to watch the game since we got here. Shh, honey, please, I'm having a little discomfort. As in pain? Yeah, real pain in the, <clears throat> you might say. And lately, the day after I have a beer and greasy food, I'm really paying for it. That's it, I'm making an appointment with the Fanny Doctor. The what? Dr. Lowell Meyerson, FannyDoctor.com. 
John, his brother, and sister have been patients for years, and they swear by him. Tonight, I'm checking out FannyDoctor.com, and tomorrow, we're making an appointment. I'm Dr. Lowell Meyerson, the only board-certified proctologist in Pennsylvania. I perform state-of-the-art procedures to treat your hemorrhoids, pain, and bleeding. I can help you to prevent colon cancer. Very often, patients' problems can be eliminated with simple procedures that I perform right in my office. Call me today at 215-379-0444 to schedule a personal appointment and visit my website, fannydoctor.com. If your end zone is in the red zone, call Dr. Lowell Meyerson DL at 215-379-0444. It's no secret the way we shop and where we shop is changing. Sometimes the adventure of shopping is half the fun. At Berlin Farmer's Market on Clementon Road in Berlin, shopping still is an exciting adventure. Come and see the newly upgraded facilities. 75 indoor stores, 500 outdoor vendors on the weekend, family fun night every Friday evening with activities and events, plus a great variety of restaurants and food options. Berlin Farmer's Market truly has something for everyone. Open Thursday through Sunday. Berlin Farmer's Market, where shopping is an adventure. Hey, Philadelphia, Anthony Gargano here with big news. My long-lost childhood friend, Bob Marino, is back as president of Spring Garden Lending's Mid-Atlantic Region. So, what's Spring Garden Lending? Yeah, Spring Garden Lending is a private private lender for real estate investors and developers. We specialize in bridge loans to acquire, rehab, construct, and refinance properties to rent or flip in Philly and the suburbs. So you're a bank? No. We're faster than a bank and cheaper than alternative lenders. Like, who's your customer? A developer who's fed up with bank regs and wants a lender who's professional, experienced, responsive, and fast. Fast? How fast? We close a loan in three weeks. Wow. So, all right, so like, how's business going? We made $75 million in loans to build or renovate Dang. real estate in the last year. And That's impressive. All right, you heard it here, Philadelphia. Faster than a bank, cheaper than alternative lenders. Spring Garden Lending is hammering it home, helping to grow our neighborhoods. Stay tuned for more from my friend Bob Marino, now at Spring Garden Lending. Since 1983, Carlino's Market in Westchester and Ardmore has been creating and serving a fine selection of artisan foods. Today, in their third generation, of ownership, Carlino's continues that tradition of old-world techniques as makers and purveyors of hand-roasted meats, artisan cheeses, handmade desserts, signature pastas and sauces, homemade bread, prepared gourmet takeaway foods, and more. Catering for parties, too. For menu and more information, visit carlinosmarket.com. Carlino's Market, makers and purveyors of artisan food since 1983. Things are about to change around here. Catch up on the Philly sports you missed the night before. And what's coming up later in the day, the Fanatic at 5 with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. This is new. Weekday mornings at 5, live on 97.5 The Fanatic. Final segment. It is the Fanatic at 5. Jamie Lynch, Aton Shannon. We didn't put a poll up. No, you didn't? No. Tomorrow's football. Tomorrow is football. I can't wait. Well, we've already had a taste. We've already had a a little bit. What? What's wrong with you? We're getting a weird look in the other room. I know. And whenever we get that look where he doesn't change his facial expression, it's the same one for like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, I get concerned. When he moves his face around a little bit, then I, I, like, I can exhale. But when I see Anthony Gargano give us that stare for 20, 30 seconds, I get a little concerned. That was, was a little stink face. I get a little chill down my back right now, thinking I've done something wrong, like I'm going to be scolded in 10 minutes. But... 
Doug Peterson, let's listen to Doug one more time, Sam, if we can clear up what happened, or at least doing his best to clear up what happened as we all move on and get ready for a football game Thursday. But the question was asked about Carson Wentz on Sunday. It didn't go down well. This is what Doug had to say about that. This decision... When I say it's the doctors, it's Carson, it's Nick, it's a collaborative effort. I've been in conversation with these guys for a long time. And this is why sometimes my emotions get kind of stirred up because a lot of times you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and you, nor do you need to know. You don't need to know. No, I don't. It's a need-to-know hey, basis, and, and he, I don't need to know. I mean, he's right. right. Exactly Ultimately. right. And you know we what? want to know, but we don't need to know. He has every right to hold off until 90 minutes till game time yeah. until he said, like he said he would. However, he's leaving himself open to questions. Yeah. And if you say, I'll know Friday, but you won't know until next week. Yeah, you're talking, nah, 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 nah. You're asking people. <laughs> you are asking people. And on top of that, we already know that Carson and Nick would be told before game time anyway, since Doug was told on Friday. So you're right. Ultimately, it comes down to need to know, and you can keep a secret as much as you'd like, but the more you keep secret, the more people are going to ask. Just yep. accept that. Yep. Now, we should bring up your Philadelphia Phillies. I, I, I did want to mention them. Yeah, please, let's let's do it. I Three mean, games out now. I was going to say standings have changed, so uh, well, it's worth mentioning. This is what happened. The, Reds, the, the Braves have lost 7 of 11 now. Yeah, it's so rough. So they are keeping the Phillies in this. And, Too and, straight now to the Sox. Well, that's what happens when you get the Red Sox. Did, did you see the Braves' record when they play the Marlins and the Mets is like it's something absurd, like 26 and 8. Versus the rest of the league, they're below 500. Actually, I have it right here with the uh, versus division. Yeah, the Marlins and the Mets specifically, they're like triple above. The Braves are 42 and 1 in the NL East. 21, pardon me, in, in the NL 41 East. 41 and 21? 42 and, and 21. And majority of that is Mets and Marlins. Yeah. The rest of the league, they're 50 and 53. But that's like 11 games better than the Nats in yeah. this. And the Nats. Yeah. I mean, the Phillies, they've squandered their opportunities versus the Mets. They're under 500 in this division. Yeah, and Marlins. So if you want to look back, you know, it's it's division play that cost this team this year. But. The 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 Bra you know the Braves have the Red Sox and it's not going well and after this I believe they have the Diamondbacks who's another good team in a playoff hunt absolutely so well, they have Colorado coming up too I yeah thought. I think so. they have a really tough schedule and 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 the Phillies have a lot of NL East games left so if you want to take advantage look at you gabed up again <laughs> you came in here with your coconut Every time oil I'm out they drag me back in you can't help it uh, but and no I mean they certainly if you keep it within three games going into those final ten games of the year. You know, it's not over. Right. So, a couple of cool things that popped up. Ryan Howard's Players Tribune That was a great piece. Did you amazing. read it? Yeah. It was really, really awesome. It really was exceptional. And, and people still, like, don't like the guy because he couldn't hit a, a low and outside curveball or slider at the end of his career. Well, I, and I know we're winding down, but I wanted to explore that a little bit with you. Is I don't know if we're still there. Think people are over it now? Yeah. I don't know if we're still at a point. It'll still be brought up occasionally. It's not like people, it's not the first thing they think of. And I think it's a shame when they do. But yeah, maybe to to your point, you're, you're right. It's not as bad as maybe we think it is. It used to be. It used when to he, be. When he was here and he was ending and it was fresh over, it was, it was ridiculous. No, but I, I think like... Schmitty and like others, I think people who were critical of Ryan Howard at the time and even a couple of years after, 
I want to say, like, where we are now, I feel like that's changed. It's better, yeah. You still think that it's like, what percent? I think it's like 90-10. I think you still have like one or two stragglers just because they're hard-headed and they're idiots. Yeah. And you're not going to change them unless you hit them over the head with a hammer. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Maybe but 20%. I, really? 80-20, something like that. I don't know. I, mean, I still it, think 20 is high. I'm making up a number. Okay. But, okay. but I, I think when you say Ryan Well, I did Howard, ask you for a number, so uh, I appreciate <laughs> you giving me one. Uh, I, I do think people remember the back end of his career um, more so than not. He, uh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I just, I, I feel when like. It should be 08. MVP exactly five year historic run that was that unmatched four in years baseball. That he had, well, um, who was I saw it this year? Yesterday. Chris Davis. Oh, what? With you talking strikeout? No, no. Um, home, home runs and RBIs. I saw a stat yesterday. It was there was three people. It was Howard. Oh God, I, Ruth. Yeah, and Sosa. Yeah, yeah. I think yep. that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, for a five year stretch with minimum home runs and RBIs every year. Nobody does that. Yeah. It's insane, isn't it? Nobody does that. And I love it. I think it's hilarious it a great piece. that he still got criticized and, and ripped like that. But the other thing was Jimmy Rollins. Full uniform yeah, and everything. Yeah, that was really cool. Gabe reached out to him. Jimmy lives down in that area. Uh, and they had him come hang out with the team for some guidance, basically, is what he said. You know, The, the Phillies in 07 were seven games back with 17 remaining to play and won the division. I was there that day when they won it. I'll, I'll never forget that. It was incredible. Um, but Jimmy's there, yeah, just to... Look, he's, he's what, barely 40? Maybe 40? So... You know he's he's young and can talk to that clubhouse and relate to them and he's been through it so why not I mean for three days Jimmy Rollins is hanging around in uniform around the team in the clubhouse that's that's awesome what's not to like about that nothing yeah and and that was Gabe reaching out to Jimmy so a little hat tip to to coconut oil man I love it six one zero six three two zero nine seven five your phone number keep that handy Anthony Gargano Bob Cooney will take over we at have, the top uh, next by the morning, way guys. Adam Schefter at eight o'clock and Brian Finnerin. Uh, longtime Falcons receiver, Villanova grad at 9.30. He does a radio down in Atlanta, uh, so he'll break down the Falcons with us. Awesome. I can't wait for that. That's at 9.30? Yeah. Okay. And then tomorrow, we got Mad Money Jim Cramer, 7.30. Yeah, tell me more about this. He's he's, he's the biggest Eagles fan in the world. Right, so beyond just the, the kickoff and the regular season starting and him being a celebrity that loves Philadelphia yeah. sports. And I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk Nike. I was curious yeah, yeah, how, that, how much we that get was, into that. That was part of it. You know, I, I sell it as come talk birds, but uh, I'd like to ask him what he thinks about all of that. Well, you're ready to go. You're ready to go for uh, you know the Jim Cramer, <laughs> Mad Money, Fired Up. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, let me tell you this. Are you starting your mornings the right way with Action News? If you're not, well, you need to. They have the best morning news program in the Delaware Valley from 4.30 in the morning to 7 in the morning. You can catch the latest news, weather, sports, and more. And Action News fabulous anchor, Matt O'Donnell. Not only is Matt a great morning news anchor, but he can also recite the entire Greek alphabet. He can juggle. The amount of balls is unknown. And he's a drummer and big fan of extreme metal music. Now, Matt watched Action News growing up as a child, always knowing that he wanted to one day be an Action News news anchor. Matt even spent a summer interning at the station during college. That's right. Imagine that, spending all that time in college as an intern during the st- at the station. Matt's been the co-anchor in the mornings on Action News since 2004. 
It's no surprise that he and the rest of the team are the best of the best. You can catch Matt and the entire Action News weekdays, 4.30 to 7 on 6ABC. And starting next week, they add an extra hour just for the early birds. They'll be getting started at 4 a.m. So start your mornings the right way with Matt O'Donnell weekdays on Action News. Start your morning with us. Anthony Gargano, Bob Cooney. It's the Morning Guys next.